so grateful and we're so thankful because you woke us up this morning and that you started us on our way, Father God. And we connected, Father, connected to God and worship and praise this morning and received from your word. So I thank you for those that are present. I thank you, Father God, but for those and the others that will join us. And Lord, we know that you know everything about everything. And you know why people aren't here and you know why they need to be here. And so I just ask you to move by your spirit this morning. Let the word go forth in the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. That everything that we do bring glory and honor to you. We know that it's not by power and it's not by might, but it's by the Holy Spirit of God. So, Father, we give you praise, we give you glory and honor for what will transpire in our service this morning. And we won't go away the way we came. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. We get this going here this morning. downtown one day and I saw a man who appeared to be just an old wino sitting on the street telling the people about Jesus as they passed by and because he was all raggedy and dirty people would just laugh and make fun of the old man and walk him by and he said because of the way I am no money no fancy clothes fine homes and cars a lot of people consider me as nothing and say I don't know what I'm talking about. But there's one thing that he said that really touched my heart and stayed on my mind. When that old man looked up and said, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. He said, I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. And he said, I've had so many problems in my life that I just couldn't deal with. So I started drinking, thought it would help ease my pain. But things got worse, so I said, Lord, I give up. In your hands, and that's when my life began to change. But these people think I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody. Oh, 
can say
didn't have all the computers, didn't even have a microwave. I wasn't there, but they told me about it. And they told me that when times got rough, the people knew how to get together and say it like this, while I'm crying, I want you to help me. Educate our kids. 
right. Praise the Lord. Are you bringing us a word this morning? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that it really was bringing the word this morning. This weekend's been an interesting week. Very, very, very interesting. <laughs> All right. So, yes, this morning, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, like Pastor said, this has been a very interesting week. Uh, uh, the enemy has been, you know, done, trying to do a little work, you know. But um, the more and more we recognize as him, and the more and more we don't let him confuse and get up in here, the more and more he can't win. Because he has been tearing me up this week. Well, last week. This is a new week. This is a new month. This is a new season, believe it or not. This is a new day. And uh, I'm just not going to let him worry me to death. You know, we don't have our normal people today. Okay, we'll get some people to listen later. And we don't have the normal people. And a lot of those people don't want to hear this word that I got for them today. No, I ain't going to put it like that. The enemy don't want a lot of people to hear this word that I got for them today. So I'm just going to say, Father God, I just thank you. I thank you this morning, Father God. And I come to you today not asking for anything, Father God, but I'm just thanking you for everything, Father God. Thanking you for waking me up this morning, Father God, in my right mind, Father God. Thank you for allowing me, Father God, to dress, clothe, and feed myself this morning, Father God. Thank you for the roof over my head, the car I drive, Father God, and the groceries that are in my refrigerator. I want to thank you for those things, Father God. I ask you for nothing, but I thank you for everything. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. So, it's been, it's been very interesting this week, and, and I'm kind of cool because, you know, you learn from these things that happen. And if you don't learn from things that happen, then they're bound to repeat themselves. So, I, I'm just taking lessons. Let me tell you real quick, you know, uh, uh, I had my brakes on my car was so bad that you could smell it. That means they was rubbing metal to metal. And I was like, oh, Lord, I need to get back and forth to work. I don't have no money. And something something told me to clean out your wallet. You just don't clean out your wallet every day. You know what's in there. So when I was cleaning out my wallet, I, I didn't realize that I had a wheel works. I don't know if wheel works is in Chicago. But I had a wheel works credit card from two years ago when I didn't have no money and I needed brand new tires. And I pull up that wheel work car and I'm like, you know what? These brakes is important. So, you know, you can't drive around with bad brakes because eventually they, they give out on you. So I took my car to wheel works and uh, they had to keep it for a while. There's a few things wrong because I had rolled on these brakes for so long. Make a long story short, I had to catch the bus back because it's going to take hours. So I had to get on this 22 bus. Uh, the 22 bus, Sabrina, is like uh, that bus that used to ride down Madison. All, all the way down Madison. So the 22 is a little bit worse than that. A lot of homeless people, a lot of bad things. And these people was getting on the bus, and uh, uh, they was a little smelly. 
and, and, and a little bad and a couple of them was coughing and I had left my mask at home and I got to talking crazy, Sabrina G. I got to saying, I got to saying, oh Lord, these people, they all smelly and, and they, oh my God, y'all should have heard my mind. Y'all should have heard my mind talking about these homeless people. Then it hit me on the way back when I had to ride the bus to go get my car. It hit me. Boy, this is the same bus that you had to ride for seven years. These are the same bus that when you didn't have no money that you had to use, you were so close to being like these people. Now you didn't got all uppity. You didn't got you a job. You didn't got you a car. Richard, you have forgot where you came from. Hey, uh, y'all ain't going to say amen because you don't know. Because some of y'all have been in the shoes that I've been in, but y'all ain't walked the same way I walked, and I ain't walked the same way y'all walked. But I forgot where I came from. I'm the same one that when I lived in the Opportunity Center, the same one that when I had to catch that bus and walk to the Palo Alto train station, sat there and put my hands over those people when they were asleep and prayed for them. Now here I am talking about them. I ain't talking about y'all this morning. Uh, y'all probably ain't forgot where y'all came from, but I forgot where I came from. I'm the same one that every extra coat that I had, I took it to that place and gave it to them people. I'm the same ones that sat down and talked with those people no matter how they smelled. Because you know why? I'm going to tell y'all something. I was the same one that was in the Palo Alto food uh, line getting food when even though I was working, I didn't have no money. I was in the same line getting food with them people. See, I didn't tell y'all at the church and I didn't tell all the people because I had a little pride going on, but they had the uh, Palo Alto food bank at the church and guess who was there two days a week? I was because I ain't had no money even though I was working every day. There's so much coming out of my check, but here I am. I'm talking about the people. And this is how God worked. This is how God worked. On the way back, it was this lady who kept staring at me, looking raggedy. And my this is what my brain told me, looking raggedy. And she came up, how you doing? And I'm like, what does nasty woman want with me? Now, I'm just keeping it real because y'all know me. I got to tell the truth in order to set myself free. I'm looking at this woman. Why this old raggedy woman coming and talking to me? And she looked at me, she said, you don't remember me, do you? And I said, no. She said, my name is Helen. And we used to talk almost every night smoking a cigarette at the Opportunity Center. We used to even pray. Now, this is before I got into it. I may have been ushered in. And she said, we used to even pray. I done forgot about this woman because now I, I'm all uppity. Lord, help me, Jesus. Never forget where you come from. Amen? Amen. That was for me. It probably wasn't for you. So y'all know y'all know the name of my sermon. Y'all know the name of my sermon this morning is never forget where you came from. We, we only working out of Proverbs this month. We only working out of Proverbs because Proverbs explains some things to us. What it says in Proverbs 4, 21 and 22, it says, don't ever forget my words. Keep them always in your mind. They are the key to life for those who find them. They bring health 
to the whole. They bring health to the whole. So, also, I want y'all to go over to Proverbs 21. Proverbs 21 this morning is our subject, and that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna start on. And that's what we're gonna stay on this morning. I want y'all to read it by yourself, and I want you to remember it also. But we're gonna go over it. Whosoever closed their eyes to the cries of the poor will himself call out and not be answered. We're gonna get to the we're gonna get to Proverbs 21, but I want you to understand that first. Whosoever closed his ears to the cry of the poor will himself call out and not be answered. That means while you walking past these people, now I understand some of these people have mental issues. Some of these people, you know, you can't help. Some of these people, you can say hi to them. They may have a story to tell you. They may have to say, yeah, I used to be an armed service uh, person and I fought for this country. They may say, I just need a sandwich. They may say a lot of things and they may say, get away from me. I don't want you to buy me because they mental state could they may say a lot of things, but you never know if you don't try. Proverbs 21 and 13 is sovereign to say the least. So this is the word of God. The, this Proverbs makes clear that God cares about the poor and God calls us to care for the poor. To listen to the cries of the poor is to respond to the cries of the poor and God and God's going so far here to say, in Proverbs 21 and 13, he's going so far to say, when you close your ears to the cries of the poor, then when I cry, then when I close my ears to you. That's a potent statement, particularly where many of us who are listening in this extremely, is extremely, let me get this right. Because I want to make sure this is part of what, what I want to get clear. Particularly when many of us who are listening to this are extremely wealthy. I want y'all to hear this. Us who are listening, us six, are extremely wealthy compared to the rest of the world. Have you ever looked in the mirror and looked at yourself and say, hey, I'm extremely wealthy. I'm rich. I got it made. No, you probably haven't. But guess what? Other people in this world think you are. And I'm going to tell you why. Because there's so many people. Do you know it's millions of people actually that only dream to have what you have right now? Zedric, Sabrina G, Sabrina Hale, Pastor, it is so many people that only dream to have what we have. That's right. Yeah, it, it, and to me, sometimes when I read that, I'm like, what? But when you walk down the street and see what they don't have, then you can understand that statement. We are extremely wealthy. God has blessed us above and beyond, whether we know it or not. And that's why I prayed. I come to you to ask for nothing but to thank you for everything. Man, there's so many people wish they had that bus fare right now, Zedric. They wish they had that bus fare you got in your pocket right now, the clipper card or whatever it is. Actually, it is so many people. Think of yourself blessed, girl. Think of yourself blessed beyond repair. Some people want that roof that you got over your head. 
Some people want exactly what you got. And, and they just look at you like, wow. So what you need to do is you need to sometimes, hey, how you doing? Nope, I'm sorry. Don't ask the homeless person how they doing. That could be not a good thing. I'll take that back, y'all. A high is good enough. A high is good enough. I'll give you a dollar, but not for a beer. I give you a dollar to talk to you. And you know I used to do that. But here I am and got on this high and mighty horse. And when I see them now when I walk in the Luckies, I be dodging them because they smell bad. I be dodging them. Yup. And then I wonder why I can't go no higher. And I wonder why I can't do no better. Because I'm not doing what the Lord instructed me and what he wants me to do. Some of the wealthiest people to ever walk the earth, speaking specifically about us in North America, and many different people who might be listening to this in other parts of the world. We live in a world of massive poverty. About a billion people today live in this desperate poverty around us in the, in the world. And so we got to ask ourselves a question. Are we closing our ears to their cries? This is so convincing when we read this because I realize in my life, if I'm not careful, I go on with my life day by day, basics, and pretend like desperate poverty doesn't exist around me. I see it, but I don't pretend it's happening. I don't want to get this twisted, y'all. Sure, we can't do much about it. We can't do much about it, but as Christians, the little bit that we can do can mean something in somebody's life. Each one, teach one. Touch one, they may touch another. You know? And I know the deal. I'm out there. You know? And it's funny because when I used to walk, I saw it more. But now I drive a car, so I don't see it as much. You know, I used to walk by that man downtown Palo Alto who really, really only wanted a sandwich. And I have sat down with that man holding my breath as I'm talking. But now I'm too good. Now I'm too good. Every now and then I'm going to get my butt up and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to talk to some people. I'm going to try to bring the word of God to them. You may feel like that first song that I just played. I'm a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And sometimes that's the way I used to feel and that's the, way I, the reason why I gave up. God cares about the poor and calls to us to care about the poor and respond to their cries. This is all about 2113, which we don't get to. And the process of closing my eyes and ears to the poor. God is saying in this proverb, you will call out and not be answered. And so God, we pray today that you would help us open our eyes to the cries of the poor. Help us to see the poor around us. Help us to hear the poor around us and help us to respond to the cries of the poor around us. Help us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Lord, help us to use the resources that you have entrusted to us for the good. Not just for our own lives, but people around us 
particularly the poor around us. See, and the reason why I wanted to read that, if we're going to get to the uh, Proverbs, what I really wanted to read, because I'm three paychecks away from being homeless myself. So if I lost my job, and I did the calculations, if I lost my job and didn't find a job for four months, I would be homeless. I have worked 15 hard years, and I know that ain't nothing to a lot of people who wasn't out there getting high and getting drunk. They have worked many years. I have worked 15 long years and just got enough money saved up so I can live three months if I lost my job. And if I did and didn't find no job that can handle my bills, guess what? I'd be out there with them. I'd be on that bus. Yes, Lord. I'd be out there with them. So who am I? You know, I got a few extra things, y'all, that God has blessed me with that some of them can use. I ain't got much because I just told you if I lost my job in three months, I'd be homeless. I ain't got no cousins in California. I ain't got no friends that I can go say, hey, I need to sleep on your... Well, Zedrick might let me sleep on this couch for a little while, but I ain't got many people that's going to invite me into their home until I get my life together so I'll be out there in one of those tents. So I must thank God for what I have right now today. I must thank God for the blessings that he has given me right now today because when he sees that you're thankful for what you got, he'll be thankful to give. He will open up that window and pour out blessings that you can't even handle. I be judging people. Sabrina G, I, don't, I got to say this because the Lord told me to. And I don't want you to think twice about it. Or think nothing bad about it. See, what Sabrina G don't know is, my problem with vaping, the enemy has been, I have, that vaping is a, is a God on my mind. I can't wait till I get off work. I don't take it to work no more. Sabrina G said something. Sabrina G said something one day. She said, when I pray, I feel better. Every time, I'm going to tell you how you help me. Every time I'm about to hit that vapor, I'm like, man, when I hit this vapor, I feel bad. Every time I hit the vapor, it makes me feel worse on the inside, but I hit it anyway. I think about you a lot, Sabrina G, because that is great sense. When you pray, you feel better. When I hit the vapor... I don't feel better. I feel worse. And every time I pick up that vapor, I think about you. So it saves me a couple of minutes. <laughs> it saves me a couple of puffs on that thing. But what I realized also when I said that yesterday, when I got off work and picked up that vapor, I rushed in the house to grab that vapor. And I said what you said. When I pray, I feel better. Then I looked at that vapor and I'm like, oh, God. I was like, oh God, I have made this a God. And not in the sense that y'all may think, I have made that vapor a doggone God, y'all. Help me, Jesus. So I did put it down. But this morning when I woke up, I forgot. And I, and I, never mind. We ain't going to go there. I need y'all to pray for me for real, for real. Because the common sense tells me when I pick it up, I feel bad. That's enough about me, y'all. I, I just have to put it out there. And Sabrina G, I'm glad you said that. Whether you come to prayer with us or not, that helps. That helped me. That's why I told you, don't think twice about it. Because what you said 
help me right now. Amen. 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 All right. In the Lord's hands, the king's heart is a stream of water that channels towards who please him. We're going into uh, 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 um, Proverbs 21. I'm not, I'm, I really want to read it all, but I may not. Proverbs 21 says, A person may think their own way are right. Let me read back to you again. A person may think their own ways are right, but the Lord weighs their hearts. So many people have, uh, uh, they just think what they think is right. There can't be nothing else right but what they think. Well, you're wrong. Proverbs 3 says, To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than a sacrifice. Number five, we're going to skip to five. The plans of the diligent leads to profit are surely as haste led to poverty. I want y'all to read this on your own because some of this, you know, I don't have time to explain what it, what it means. Here's one that's so cool to me, number six. A fortune made by a lying tongue is a fleeing vapor and a deadly snare. So you may look around and people got, I got to explain what I mean. What I hear when I say that. You may look around and people got much more than you and you've been representing God and, and, and all of that. But in the end, I'm going to tell you something. They don't win, you do. They may have more earthly things than you. They may have the house while you got the apartment. They may have the uh, Audi Mercedes Benz while you got the Hyundai. But check this move. At the end, you win. They don't win at the end. The weak will inherit the earth the meek is what it says i always say weak but it says the meek will inherit the earth let me let me uh, uh keep going number nine say <laughs> ah i gotta laugh y'all i'm sorry proverbs 29 i mean 21 and 9 says better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a coarse and white. Y'all don't know why I'm laughing at that. Pastor know why I'm laughing. But, but yeah. well, she may know why I'm laughing. I know Zedry knows. But. <laughs> Lord, is that so true, y'all? And don't, it says a coarse and, a coarse and white, but that means husband, boyfriend, and girlfriend, too. Better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a coarse and white. Let me go on to 10, y'all, before I explain that. The wicked crave evil. Their neighbors get no mercy from them. When a mocker is punished, the simple gain wisdom. By paying attention to the wise, they get knowledge. Let me go to uh, uh, 13. Whoever shuts their ears, this is the main subject of my, my uh, uh, service this morning, my sermon this morning. Hey, man. Hey, Sister Erica. I see you. Hey, man. We got Sister Erica joining us. Hey, man. Hey, man. Proverbs 21 and 13, y'all. Whoever shut their ears to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. I want y'all to understand that. I ain't saying we can do something each and every time. But I'm saying it's some things we do. 
that can help some of them people out there who used to believe in God. Do you know back in the day when I used to walk in, when I wasn't all that in a bag of chips, before I got a car and before I got a, oh my God, boy, I'm shaming myself. I just ain't going to tell y'all. But uh, I have talked to three of them homeless people on my way walking home that used to believe in God, that lost everything and no longer believe in God. And I told them, the test you're going through, if you continue to believe in God, will become a testimony. You can come right back to these streets and help some of the other people who lost their faith in God. Yeah, I used to do that. And guess what, Sabrina G? It felt good. It felt good to get out there and chat with some of them homeless people as I was walking home from Ikea. It felt good. It made me feel good. And I don't do it no more. But it made me feel good. Ain't that some y'all too nimmy not to hit me. I hope y'all get this message I'm trying to throw out there this morning. And I really want y'all to read uh uh I would really want y'all to read Proverbs 21, just not 13, but the whole thing. I like uh 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 whoever stay from the paths of the prudence comes to rest in the company of the dead. That's 16. 17 says, whoever loves pleasure, I want y'all to hear me. Whoever loves pleasure becomes poor. Whoever loves wine and olive oil will never be rich. The wicked becomes a ransom for the righteousness and the unfaithful for the upright. You have to read these yourself. I, I got to laugh again now. <laughs> this is what 19 say, y'all. This ain't what I say. This is what, this is what Proverbs 21 and 19 say. Better to live in a desert let me run that by y'all again. It's better to live in the desert than with a quarrelsome and nagging wife. Boy, y'all don't know what that means. But anyway, <laughs> I, I'm going to leave that alone. <coughs> the moral of my sermon today, y'all, let's not shut our eyes to the poor. Let's not ever, ever forget where we come from, y'all. Let's not ever get too high and mighty on our horse, y'all. But we like, oh, well, you know, hey, I ain't like that no more. We do want to fly with the eagles. We don't want to keep plucking on the ground like the chickens. We don't want to do that. Don't get me twisted. We are not chickens anymore plucking on the ground looking for the Lord. We're sowing like eagles. We're sowing like eagles these days, y'all. So let's help pick some of those chickens up. Let's help pick some of them up, y'all. You know, just one. Say hi to a homeless person. Hey, what's happening? Please don't ask them how they doing because they might just tell you. And you might not want to know what they want to tell you and that story can be so long. But hey, we can speak to a homeless people. I want to do what I used to do. Hey, can I give you a dollar to talk to you for a minute? Not to buy a beer, not to do anything. I just want to give you a dollar to see what's going on with you. I used to do that, y'all, and I felt good after I got through talking to that homeless person. And then if I walked past that person again, they'd be saying, hey, Richard, how you doing this evening? How you doing today? You know, if they wasn't smiling or happy about nothing else, y'all, they was happy about that. Don't ever feel like that you can't make a difference. 
because you can make a difference and God wants you to make a difference. So y'all read that. Proverbs 21. The whole thing. Read it. Get a better understanding of it. I'm going to turn it back over to the pastor. But I, I just want to let y'all know is. If you forgetting about the cries of the poor. When you cry out God might just forget about you. I'm just saying. Thank I'm you, not Reverend. judging. I'm not. Thank I'm just you, saying. Reverend. Go ahead, Pastor. Amen. You froze. In Chicago, you just glad that you brought that because I did send some money to the other. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. To the choir, anyway. What's going on here? Everything frozen. I think it's me. Uh oh, I think that's my uh, okay. Everything froze, and I really think it's my computer. Everything froze, and I think it's me. Lord, help me, Jesus. 